take a find a posture that uh, you can sustain for for about forty minutes, forty five minutes. If you can sit, this is uh, is good. If you can sit on a with a cushion on the floor or a stool bench, or if you're on a chair, it's all good. If you're sitting on a chair, <clears throat> make sure you have your feet on the ground or on a cushion beneath you, so that you have a good foundation. If you're sitting on the floor, uh, try to just lift the base of your spine a little bit, so that you. Uh, so that your spine is straight. So you want to have a posture that supports uprightness, alertness, and a certain level of relaxation. If you're not able to sit, then laying down meditation is also perfectly uh, practical. Uh, lay down in a way that supports wakefulness. So finding a posture for meditation. So we have the container of the refuges and the precepts. We're going to be keeping noble silence today, so Dhamma conversations only. So you have silence, noble silence as a support for your practice. Just taking a moment to experience your body sitting here. Feel the contact of your body with the ground or the seat beneath you. And let yourself fully take this place. Take your seat. So often our body is in one place and our mind is in 10 other places. So in this meditation practice, we want to bring body and mind together. And you can use the breath as a, an anchor for mindfulness. There's different places you can pay attention to the breath. A very accessible place is the rise and fall of the belly. So experiencing the body breathing. With each breath, the belly moves a little, hopefully. And if you find your belly doesn't move, then there's probably quite a bit of tension being held in the in the belly area. And so then you want to move a little bit further up to maybe the chest rising and falling, or your shoulders moving with each breath. I'd like to recommend starting with the belly if that works for you. So the belly takes us away from our thinking, away from our head. It's a different center. It's not the head center that tends to get all the attention. Moving down into the belly and softening, softening and opening your belly. 
If you find that your clothing is a little bit too tight, you can just loosen a belt or pop a button open so that your body can relax and breathe. So title of our day-long Dharma, the Supreme Medicine. So what, what is the illness that we need medicine for? So the illness is this constant restlessness, constant pulling away from what is looking, seeking something better, something more, something newer. Or zoning out on what is, not being able to stay present with the simple experience that is arising right now. So when we stop and meditate, if we've been quiet and had a bit of a peaceful time, then it's not so difficult to settle into the meditation. And when we settle deeply, what once seemed rather mundane becomes quite beautiful. The breath becomes beautiful. The mind becomes clear and bright. Our experience is received in this clarity and brightness of mind. And if we've been cramming our mind full of lots of stuff, maybe also putting stuff in the body that isn't great for the body, then we stop and we have to clear some stuff out. Got some clutter to clear out of the mind. So we use the posture of body and mind. So the body is sitting upright and alert or maybe laying down in a way that is supports alertness, clarity. And we want to direct our mind towards alertness and clarity also. It may be that for a while we're alert and clear that our mind is cluttered, that our mind is restless or is bored or is confused, is greedy or aversive. So these qualities are known as the hindrances, the five hindrances. They hinder us from being fully here, from fully appreciating the moment. So we can bring our awareness, if we find that we sit down and the mind is not 
really wanting to settle, then we can bring awareness to that quality, whatever it may be. If there's a, a pulling towards something more, more uh, exciting, pay attention to that pulling feeling. Move your awareness away from the story of what would be better than this, the greener grass on the other side of the fence. And just be aware of that pulling feeling. Or if there's aversion, be aware of that pushing feeling. Just maybe ask the question, how would it be if I were to settle right now? How would it be if I let go of the pushing and the pulling? I could just be with things as they are. Just be with the breath. Just be with the body in contact with the ground, with the seat. And then maybe all kinds of thoughts come in, things we take issue with. Can we just let them go for now? So that we can be fully present with this experience right here, right now. And there might be a story of me and mine. Oh, I'm like this. I'm this sort of person. I'm always like this. I'm never going to be like that. So if we keep those stories going, then we are creating a reality from those stories. They perpetuate themselves. So I'd like to invite you to move your attention away from the story. If there's one going on in the mind. Move your attention away from the story to the breath, to the body breathing. Rise and fall of the belly. Really giving space for your belly to relax and open. Being mindful with breathing in and breathing out. So we're paying attention to the breathing process as though we've never noticed it before. 
the sense of curiosity, attentiveness. with a certain determination to just stay with it. And each time we may get pulled away to remember to come back, to appreciate each moment of remembering. So we're learning to come back into direct contact with the present experience. Aware of breathing in and breathing out. Centering with the breath.
We're coming towards the end of this stillness meditation. Just a few more minutes. Just recognizing where the mind has settled. Staying with this body and this breath. I'm going to move into a movement meditation now, um, walking meditation, if you're able to do that. Uh, if you already have a walking meditation practice, then you can simply get up and uh, practice walking meditation in your space or outside, if you're able to do that side. And we will uh, gather back at... Uh, 25 minutes past the hour. And I said the tutor will offer a Dhamma reflection at half past the hour. And if you're not uh, familiar or if you'd like a little recap on movement meditation, then uh, I can offer that now. And the most important thing is that we don't lose mindfulness in between the sitting, the stillness meditation and the movement meditation. So uh, because of the limitations of the space here and the camera and so on, I'm not going to actually get up and walk right this minute. <clears throat> this minute. But um, the basic principle of, of um, movement meditation <clears throat> is to have a containment, a container, just as when we're sitting in meditation, we have uh, the, the sitting posture or the laying down posture if we need to do that as uh, the container for that meditation practice. So it's the body sitting, and in movement meditation, it's the body moving. So we're keeping our attention on the ever-changing experience of the body moving. And, uh, of course, you know, we can... We move around all the time, and uh, maybe like to go on long hikes and so on, uh, but this is a more contained practice. So we like to have a, a, a straight line, a pathway between two points. It might be 
you know, if, you, if you're able to go outside, it might be between two trees or two shrubs. If you're inside, it's probably between two walls. You know, it can be as, as short as five paces. It can be very very peaceful, very um, can get very settled actually doing short uh, short walking meditation path. And the, so the classical ideal is to have around 25 paces. So you may not be able to have that many if you're in, in your room inside. But however many you have is, is fine. The, the important thing is that there's the clear pathway between two points, that you're not having to kind of clamber over anything or go around corners or up hills, it's better not to. And that you just start at the beginning of the path and feel your body standing. Be aware of the experience of your body standing. And then just take one step at a time. And as you walk, you bring all your attention down into the soles of your feet in contact with the ground. So this is recommended at the beginning, to, to when you, even at the beginning of a day of practice, to bring your attention, not thinking about your feet, not looking at your feet, thinking about them, but bringing your attention, with keeping your spine upright, bringing your attention all the way down to the soles of the feet in contact with the ground. And just notice that ever-changing experience of contact, stepping, and then lifting, stepping, and lifting. And then when you get to the end of the path and you stop again, feel your body standing, turn, and then step by step make your way back. So in this practice, you're not trying to get anywhere. You're not trying to arrive anywhere except for right here. It's just about arriving right here in this present experience. And uh, it's good to keep your attention down within about a yard of your feet, of your, you know, of your body. And uh, please, please be aware that there is a tendency to sort of bend down and look at the feet. There's really no need to look at your feet. Your feet know what to do. They've been doing a great job all these years, probably. Um, so, you know, when we do that, we can, as often there's a thinking process, oh, I'm doing really well, I'm getting really concentrated now. Actually, we're just thinking. So we want to be able to keep the body upright. Uh, be in the experience of walking with each step. And then maybe many times the mind goes off, gets distracted, gets involved in plans or thoughts or memories. As soon as you notice, you bring it back into contact with the feet on the ground. And if you need to stop for a moment mid-path, that's okay. You just stop, come back into your body, feel the feet on the ground, start afresh. And if, you're, if walking is not available to you, then there's this uh, very nice and practical movement meditation that you can do as an alternative. And it is a good meditation whether one is able to uh, walk or not, actually. And this is done with the arm. So you have your arm at right angles to the body, hands, uh, fingers together, and then you move and open the fingers and then stop and close the fingers. Move the arm up, open the fingers, stop, close the fingers. Move the arm up, open the fingers, stop, close the fingers. Move the arm up, open the fingers, stop, 
close the fingers. So if you're listening to this without visual, when I say close the fingers, the, so the hand is flat, the hand is uh, the fingers are out outstretched, and then you simply open, move the arm, stop, close, open, move the arm, open the fingers, stop, put the fingers together. And obviously one does this without the commentary of moving and stopping, but you do it really just experiencing how it feels. How does it feel? And you keep your attention on the hand. How does it feel when the fingers are together and the hand is still? How does it feel when there's the fingers are apart and there's movement and then there's stopping again? So the, the, the sensation in the hand is changing all the time. And the practice is to simply stay with that ever-changing experience. So you can do that lying down or sitting. Uh, if you're walking, simply walk. Don't try and combine those two. Just be with your, your feet on the ground. Okay, so we'll see you at 25 minutes past the hour. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.